Hello, church family and friends. Praise God. It is such a delight to be with you once again today. I'm Pastor Monty. This is Pastor Don, and we pastor Abundant Life Family Church in Tualatin, Oregon, and we welcome you to today's broadcast. Praise God. We're so excited about what the Lord's doing in these last days mm -hmm. and how all of us have an individual part to play in the last great move of God's Spirit here on the planet Earth. Praise God. Amen. God is all about people. God loves people. He loves you. He loves the world. That's why he sent the Lord Jesus Christ. And as we're looking here in our particular studies right now about authority, and we've been teaching on this the last few weeks, if you haven't been with us, uh, these are exciting things to know about because God's mighty power is released through his children on planet Earth. Mm -hmm. And as we have been learning and studying from the Holy Scriptures, we've been finding out how to best take advantage in our place in Christ Jesus to help the Father God through the Lord Jesus Christ and the Holy Spirit to be able to consummate the plan in bringing in the harvest in these last days. Amen. And praise God, God's Amen. counting on us. And uh, it's an exciting time to be living in. I want to say something here at the beginning once again is we're going to receive communion at, toward the end of the service today. So if you want to ready the cup and the bread, that would be great to do that right now. And of course, have your Bibles there. We're going to look at some scriptures as we continue on in our series today. We also want to thank you for uh, your support and helping us and your faithfulness and tithes and offerings. What a great blessing that is. And uh, we appreciate that so much and pray that the fullness of God's blessing be returned on your life. Hallelujah. Amen. To the fullest extent right. in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. So as we get into the word of God today, Lord, as we come before you, we thank you for the precious opportunity we have to be able to look into your word and to see the liberty that we have through the Lord Jesus Christ. Today, Lord, we ask by the Holy Spirit that he would help to open up the eyes of our understanding, that we might be able to receive the, with meekness the engrafted word which is able to save our souls. Yes. We thank you today, Lord God, for enlightening our darkness and uh, taking us to a new level in the faith life in these days in which we live in. And Lord, we thank you for every need met and your will being accomplished in this service yes. today. In Jesus' mighty name we pray, amen. 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 Well, if you have your Bibles, I want you to open them once again to John 8 and verse 32. Now we, uh, last week, uh, if you were with us, we started looking at the hindrances uh, to our authority, the hindrances to our authority working in our life. There's nothing more frustrating, I believe, as a Christian is to pray, think that we're doing the right things, and we're praying, and yet we're not seeing the results that we want to see. Now, of course, we have the greatest jurisdiction in our own lives, and to a certain extent, out into family members and even friends as it goes out. But we have jurisdiction over our own individual family. And we can't force anyone else to get saved, or we can't just pray for someone unendingly and to see God move in their life if they don't do some cooperating uh, with us. And it's just spiritual law. And we've been talking about that uh, over the weeks. And uh, we're going to look more about that today. But specifically, open up your heart here as we're looking at these things. And if you are having problems uh, with receiving uh, from the Lord, as you know you should, 
when everybody's around you seemingly receiving answers to prayer and uh, it seems like you're the odd person out, well, don't think that you're odd. God loves you and he wants to help you. But sometimes it's a matter of us making adjustments to be able to receive and connect with mm -hmm. the Lord that the way that he wants us to do. Mm -hmm. And of course, the longer we've been saved, uh, the more responsible we're to become in the things of God. And with the passing of time, of course, spiritual growth does not take place automatically. So we might have been saved for 20 years, but if we really haven't done our due diligence to study, to show ourselves approved, and to do the things that we need to to continue to learn and to grow in the things of God, then the things of God uh, will not work out right for us, and His plan won't work out for us. So anyway, we want to we want to look further today into some of these things that we believe that's going to be a great help to you as uh, you walk in your walk with the Lord. Whether you got mm -hmm. saved yesterday or you've been serving God for 50 years, it doesn't matter. So right. with that in mind, uh, let's read again uh, John chapter 8 and verse 31 and 32. And of course, the Lord Jesus is saying here, Then uh, said Jesus to those Jews which believed on him, and we looked at this last week, by the way, uh, If you continue in my word, then are you my disciples indeed, and you shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. So we looked at this, and Matthew chapter 16, verses 15 through 19, regarding binding and loosing last week, and to just pass and review for a few moments, we've been looking at the importance of uh, finding out what we have. Because if we don't find out what our rights and privileges are in Christ Jesus, as a born-again Christian, then we're not going to be able to exercise the authority that has been already delegated to us. Now, again, I remind you, we looked at this repeatedly over the last several weeks, Matthew 28 and Mark 16, after which, of course, Jesus arose from the dead. And he told his disciples that all power on heaven and earth has been given unto me, and that how they were to go out and to teach all nations, disciple them, and uh, uh, to be a follower of Jesus and to teach them and uh, in all things. Amen. And that how that he gave us the name that's above every name. Mm -hmm. So these things are already ours and belong to us from a legal standpoint. And when Jesus said there in John 8, as we just read a moment ago, if ye continue in my word, then ye are my disciples and you'll know the truth. And you'll know the truth and the truth shall make you free. Well, see, it's the truth that we receive and the light that we walk in that makes us freer and freer still. Mm -hmm. Amen. Praise God for that. Amen. 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 Hallelujah. Mm -hmm. So that's what we're doing. And so we should be freer and freer all the time mm -hmm. as we move forward in our walk with the Lord in these last days. So that scripture there in, in uh, Matthew 16, and we're looking at hindrances. So if we don't know the truth, we're not going to be able to walk in the truth. All right. And of course, Hosea 4, 6 says uh, that my people are destroyed for a lack of knowledge. And again, in the book of Isaiah, it says my people are gone into captivity. My people are gone into captivity because they didn't have the knowledge that they needed. So the Bible is replete uh, with the fact that we need to know what belongs to us in order to walk in it. And then once we do know it, then we need to do with all of our heart, be sold out to do that to be a doer of the word, to be a doer of the word. And we've looked at that too uh, also uh, during these last several weeks. To be a doer of the word and not a hearer only. Okay? 
So that is something. And of course, last week we also looked at how the seven sons of Siva there in Acts 19 verses 11 through 20, how that they tried to invoke and use the name of Jesus whom Paul preached. And of course, they didn't even have a relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ. They'd never been born again. And so, of course, it didn't work out very well. And the devil knew that because remember in the story, he said, Jesus, I know and Paul, I know. But who are you? But who are you? You see, when you get saved, you become a threat to the enemy immediately. Now, what the enemy knows and what you know are two different things. The devil knows his legal abilities and he knows what you don't know too because he knows you come into the kingdom of God, you're just like everybody else that comes in. We don't know anything. We don't know it. That's when we start that process of learning. And so <laughs> the seven sons of Siva, you know, oh yeah, I heard Paul, he was he, he was using the name of Jesus, so we're just going to use that. And uh, of course the devil, you know, he said, Jesus, I know. Yeah, he did. And then Paul, I know. Yep, Paul knew his authority. But But who are you? Who are you? And so they fled from the house naked and wounded. And the Lord, you know, obviously was not glorified in that situation. But they didn't know because they didn't have relationship with the Lord. So that's hindrance number one, not knowing the light. And then furthermore, if we don't, we don't know the light, we don't, we're not able to walk in it. But if we do know the light, then we still need to exercise that authority by using the name of Jesus, by what the Lord said, whatever you bind on earth shall be bound in heaven. Whatever you loose on earth shall be loosed. And that's an individual responsibility that each of us as born again believers need to do in this hour. We have the authority to pray for our leaders. First Timothy chapter two, which we should. And we've talked about this weeks ago about praying for the leaders of our nation, because what we see happening and endeavoring to come down the pike, uh, we have authority. We have authority over the devil. And we have authority over what the devil's trying to do to this nation and in this world. And in these last days, it's not like, well, just back up, find some place to hide. No, the, the, the children of God, just like it says in Daniel 11.32, it says that those that know their God are going to be strong and do exploits. Mm -hmm. So these exploits that we're going to do in the mighty name of Jesus, uh, healing the sick, raising the dead, and taking our rightful place in Christ Jesus in prayer... We're going to have to take our authority to do that. That's right. And God's counting on us to do it. That's right. You know, and, and as you were saying, honey, you talk about the ignorance uh, that the Lord doesn't want us to have as believers as we come into, you know, we're supposed to study to show ourselves approved. It's mm -hmm. the truth that you know. It's the truth that I know. I can't act on his truth. I can't act on the light he's got. I can't walk in the light he's got. Now, mm -hmm. he can reveal that light to me, light in God's word, rightly mm -hmm. dividing the word of truth. But when it comes, but see, there's nothing like your own personal revelation in line with the word of God. You're right. reading something. You can read something a hundred times. It's happened to me many times. I'm reading something and all of a sudden the light bulb comes on. Oh, now I get what he's saying. But he mm -hmm. has to open up our understanding. And he's promised to do that yes. like he did for his disciples there in Luke 24. He opened up. He then opened up their understanding. So they might have, they might understand the scriptures. Luke they 24, can, 45. Yes. So he, they could understand. So I like what 2 Timothy 2.15 says, study to show yourself approved. Study to show thyself approved unto God, a workman that needeth not to be ashamed, rightly right, dividing right. the word of truth. Mm -hmm. So how does shame come? And Well, when you don't know something and you should know it. 
Now, again, the more I learn, the more I read, you know, the Bible says with all understanding, we're supposed to, you know, with all, you know, getting knowledge, we're supposed to get understanding. And as we read the word of God, sometimes you find out more of what you really don't understand. But then, but I know more today than I did last year. Right. That's, you know, because we're being changed from glory to glory. We should be coming into the knowledge of the truth. Amen. We don't want to be ashamed. Amen. And so as we read the word of God, as we pray, as we do the things that we're supposed to do mm -hmm. as a workman of the gospel, as a child of God, and to study to show ourselves approved, then we can act on what we know. Amen. Then we can act on what we hear. We You'll know the on, truth. Yes, but we'll he know said the that, truth. And, and there in, in John 8, where it talks about, if you continue in my word. Yes, we have to It's continue. one thing to start. It's another thing entirely to continue. That's right. Sometimes people, you know, okay, I knew this. I, I read the Bible last year mm -hmm. or I last month. It's every day feeding on God's word. Yes, daily. To be strong in faith. Uh, and that was the secret to a, a man by the name of George Muller. Mm -hmm. who had the Bristol Orphanage uh, in England years ago. But he fed his faith daily on the Word of God and then exercised it. And so you can have an exceedingly growing faith. And you should That's have right. as a Christian. Uh, either fear is growing or faith is growing. Mm -hmm. And God hasn't given us the spirit of fear, but of power, That's love, right. and a sound mind. So it's important to uh, not just go on yesterday's manna, but continue to feed on God's word. Mm -hmm. Continue to say, Lord, open up the eyes of my understanding. Help yes. me to understand. Because the word of God is spiritual food. Jesus said that my words are spirit in their life. Amen. They're spirit in their Amen. life. So his words are living. The Bible tells us in Hebrews chapter 4, it says, for the word of God is quick and powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword. That's right. Even the dividing asunder of soul and spirit. All right? and divides the thoughts and the intents of the heart, it goes on to say. But the Word of God is living. Amen. So your, your two-edged sword in the realm of the Spirit is the Word of God, and that's exactly what Jesus used to exercise His authority to resist the devil when the devil came to Him and tempted Him out in the wilderness. Mm -hmm. And you remember that there in uh, Luke and in Matthew, as we can read in the Scriptures there, mm -hmm. about, about res resisting the devil... Yes. The devil coming and tempting, but Jesus correctly quoted the word of God mm -hmm. to the devil. Amen. You know, and you have to, too. That's right. And one other thing, too, is I would encourage you all, you know, this is what I do for myself. I don't want to read the Bible just like another book. It's God's word. It's living. That's it's, right. Uh, you know, it breathes life. It's inspiring. It's eternal. Mm -hmm. uh, his word will never pass away, the Bible says. But if you read here in Ephesians Chapter 1, verses 16 through 19. You can even go further than that. Those are good places to pray that over yourself. Read that and pray those mm -hmm. over those scriptures over yourself. And then if you turn over to Colossians chapter 1 as well, mm -hmm. and verses 9 through 14 perhaps, like I said, you can go on. The whole chapter mm -hmm. is great. But pray those. Those are just those are yeah. wisdom scriptures. Those are really good for having the Lord, you know, praying those scriptures over yourself to ask the Lord, Lord, open up my understanding or put yeah. somebody else's name in there besides Amen. your own. And you'll see God really, and stay with it. Stay with it. Study mm -hmm. to show thyself approved. That's not just a one, that's a constant ongoing process that God mm -hmm. can, you know, speak to us through his word Amen. and show us things to come. Amen. Praise God. That's so true. Study. We all have to personalize that and uh, be a studier of the Word of God. Not just a reader, but a studier. And meditate, of course, mm -hmm. uh, in the Word of God. That's what 
we find out in Joshua 1.8, this book of the law shall not depart out of thy mouth, but thou shalt meditate therein day and night, it said, day and night, that thou mayest observe to do according to all that's written therein. For then thou shalt make thy way prosperous, and then thou shalt have good success. Mm -hmm. So there's there's things that precede uh, being prosperous and having good success. And that's why we're talking about these hindrances is because if we put the Word of God first place and do what the Word of God says, all heaven's backing us up. Amen. And that's what's important yes. to do. But again, if we don't know it, and we do, and then furthermore, if we do not use what we've been given, it's not going to work. Mm-hmm. It actually becomes darkness to you. That's what that's, the book of John talks about. That's exactly right. We don't want so happen. we see that there in that first hindrance, not knowing or not using that authority. Now, the second one we'd want to look at is uh, over in James chapter 4. James chapter 4. And uh, turn there with us if you have your Bibles. And let's read this together. James chapter 4. And let's start here. Yeah, go ahead and read it, honey. So James 4, 7. Submit yourselves therefore to God. Resist the devil and he will flee from you. Okay. Submit yourselves therefore to God, resist the devil, and he will flee from you. Mm-hmm. All right. Now, Peter also talks about this in 1 Peter 5 about the devil and what we're supposed to do with him. Now, what this reveals to us here in James 4 is this second hindrance, and that has to do with not living a life submitted to God. Mm-hmm. When we don't submit our lives to God, we can't, as the Scripture reveals here, we cannot effectively, victoriously resist the devil and see right. him flee from us. That's true. And that is such a key thing. Mm-hmm. Because there's many Christians, and perhaps you've been in this situation, or you've encountered people like this, dear Christians, but they think it's not a big deal when they don't obey the Scriptures. That they, you know, it's kind of like a smorgasbord. In other words, they, they you know, <laughs> they'll, they'll eat what they want and take what they want, which sounds good, but they won't allow the, the Lord best. to make the necessary adjustments ongoingly in their life and endeavor to walk, keeping sin out of their life, walking in holiness before the Lord. And they, they don't look at taking up their cross daily, as Jesus said to do, and following Him, which is not referring to you getting a cross and carrying it on your back every day. He's talking about submitting ourselves to the will of God. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, just like John the Baptist said with the coming of Jesus, he said, I must decrease, He must increase. Yeah. Well, it's, and so, it's like a smorgasbord. Like you were saying, you go to buffet line and, um, you know, you can head straight for the dessert bar because, you know, those are, you know, that, that's the most appealing. But you know you have to eat your vegetables. You know you have to eat your greens. You have to eat the things that are good for you and that build you up and are healthy for you. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't mean you can't have the, the dessert things, you know, the dessert items. But it's important that we, we get our nourishment from the Word of God and we see that we, what we're yes. supposed to do. Feed ourselves on the Word of God. What Amen. things feed you? What things? It's the same thing, you know, in replica to our natural body. What things feed our natural body? Mm-hmm. If a person just eats junk food all the time. They're not going to have. Uh, they're going to be mal, you know, nourished. 
and we got to make sure that we're nourished on the Word of God. Right. We feed ourselves on those things. Amen. As we submit ourselves to the Lord. That's right. And in this whole uh, hindrance here that we're talking about, living a life that's unsubmitted to God, see, there's spiritual law. Mm-hmm. And spiritual law, it's like Romans 8 talks about. It says uh, that uh, there's therefore now no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus who walk not after the flesh, but after the Spirit. For the law of the Spirit of life in Christ Jesus has made me free from the law of sin and death. Okay, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So that's Romans 8, verses 1 and 2. Mm -hmm. Now, whatsoever is not of faith is sin. So whatever we do in life, we should do it from the faith standpoint, faith in God, right? As we're walking with God. But what's important is, as we get light in and from the Word of God is that we endeavor to walk in the light. And we'll look at a, a scripture there in First John in just a moment. But spiritual law is important. The law of faith works, okay? But there's certain things that hinder the law of, uh, of faith from working, That's all right? True. Now, if you continue to violate certain laws, then they're not going to work for us. They're going to work against us. Now, if you take in the natural, for example, the law of gravity, We know that there's natural laws and spiritual laws, but we can illustrate by the natural law of gravity. The natural law of gravity says that if you get up on your housetop or from a high place and you jump off, that you're going to uh, probably meet with a disastrous result, okay? Mm -hmm. Because gravity is going to take you down, okay? And depending upon how far the fall is, you know, the fall, of course, the fall doesn't, uh, you know, uh, kill you. If you died, it's that sudden stop that, that kills you. Yeah. You're right at the end. But we would be very presumptuous to say, well, you know, we'll just jump off a, a high spot and then the angels are going to uh, bear us up lest we dash our foot against the stone. That's presumptuous, okay? Mm-hmm. So there's a difference between faith, foolishness, and presumption. That's and, right. uh, that's and that's an important thing to know as we're walking that we want to do things out of faith, and not out of foolishness, and not out of presumption, okay? And uh, that is a question that we have to have resolved when we we go to walking with God. But when our life is not submitted to God as it should, and as you were sharing, honey, about the smorgasbord, we need to eat the good things. There's anything that God wants us to do and calls us to do or commands us to do, then by His grace to His glory, we can do it and should do it. We should endeavor to walk in the light that we have. We should endeavor to, to be obedient to God Amen. and follow Him. That's right. And so as we walk on in our natural journey, and as we've had time to learn these things or should have learned these things, that's what so many times traps many dear Christians. And then they end up getting angry with God because they say, well, this faith doesn't, business doesn't work. Uh, it's not, it's not working for me, you know. Or that they, they, they come to the uh, realization that they used to have their prayers answered, but now they don't get answered. Why? Well, uh, probably they are not growing and applying the Word of God in their lives as they should. Because there's a similarity between natural growth and spiritual growth. And God expects us to grow spiritually. And that taking place through our life. Well, and you think about if you're assembling or putting something together and 
um, you're looking at it and you're thinking, well, I know how to do this, and you start to put together, but then you've got some leftover pieces perhaps afterwards. Mm -hmm. And um, so it's important to read the manual. Um, it might be more tedious to do that, but you know you're going to set it up right. Let's just say you're putting a bicycle together, or you're putting some type of machine, or mm -hmm. whatever it is, you know. It's important to follow the directions because right. you have the right outcome. And it's the same thing with the Word of God. We can try to do things in our own strength, our own power. But, you know, there in the book of John, it says, you know, without me, you can do nothing. I think it's John 15. Without me, ye can do nothing. And Jesus is talking. We need him more than ever. We Amen. need his help. We need his strength. Yes, we we need his wisdom. We mm -hmm. need his guidance, his direction, his protection, his provision. But we have to do it the Bible way to get the Bible results. Mm -hmm. And it's it's all out of love. It's not out of a control. It's all out of love. Yes. But, we, but like you, but make a full circle. James four seven. If we're submitted to God, then we really can resist the devil. Yes. And he will flee from us. Amen. Every time. Amen. Every time. See, we're in authority when we're under authority. Amen. And that's exactly what James four says here, when it says, "Submit yourselves therefore to God." That's the first thing. Mm -hmm. Then number two, resist the devil yes. Amen. and he will flee from you. So the devil flees because we're submitted to God. Mm -hmm. Now submission is a really, it starts with a, a decision and an attitude from our heart, submitting to God. And again, we're in authority when we're under authority. Okay. Yes. Now we, we, we know this and to not go too much into this today for time's sake, uh, we have uh, it told in the, the Gospel of Matthew about the centurion and his servant. And he knew the authority of words. Mm -hmm. And in that there in Matthew chapter 8, you can read about that. We won't look at it today. But the centurion servant, he, he, told, he, he told Jesus, speak the word only. Because he came to Jesus and the centurion, his servant was sick, right? Mm -hmm. But... but uh, he said, you don't even have to come to my house. Just speak the word only and my servant shall be made well. And Jesus said, I've not found so great faith. No, not in Israel. So great faith has a great understanding. And That's right. the, the centurion had, had said in that whole discourse that he said, I'm a man under authority myself. And I say to this one, go and he goes and to another come and he comes. So he understood authority. Sure and this is such a a big, yes. big it's subject. So it's too much for us to even begin to tackle today mm -hmm. other than suffice to say is it starts with the heart. It starts with the heart. And when we have an attitude of insubordination and we can't be submissive uh, to God. And, you know, if you find this a lot of times with people that they go to in a work environment mm -hmm. and they have this combativeness. They're always trying to be right. They're always trying to find a way or a reason why they don't have to do things. Now, some of them may be legitimate, but you know the Bible tells us even when we're working for our bosses, uh, and, and this will help someone here, I believe, today, that we're supposed to be, as Peter said in the epistle of Peter, he said we're, we're supposed to have a submissive attitude, not just to the good ones, but to those that are forward. In other words, those that are hard, those that are not nice. And if we do things as unto the Lord, we're heartily, going to receive heartily. heartily in the book of Colossians. Heartily. Then we're going to receive from the Lord our return, our reward, because we, as the scripture goes on to say there, we serve the Lord Christ. So again, we're in authority when we're under authority. And when we don't submit ourselves to the authority of God, if God says, don't do this or to do this, whichever it could be in any given situation, then 
then we need to just say, yes, yes, master, that's what I'm going to do and fall right in line. And if we've missed it, we just say, Lord, forgive me. Yes, amen. Forgive me. Because remember, God resists the proud, but he gives grace to the humble. That's right. He resists the proud. He giveth more, more grace. And that is the preceding verse there in James yes. chapter 4, verse 6. It says, he giveth more grace, wherefore he saith, God resisteth the proud, but he giveth grace to the humble. That's right. So that's all in the context of submission and being having a submitted life to God. Mm -hmm. Amen. Not, you know, and I just want to encourage you all out there today. Um, you know, a lot of times, too, I think we have to remember our flesh has a voice. Mm -hmm. um, our flesh wants to it have does. its own way. The Bible says that the flesh is willing, but the spirit, you know, well, the flesh is will the flesh is weak, but the spirit is willing. Yes. So what are you going to allow? Whose voice are you going to allow have dominance in your life? Um, I want the Lord. I want to follow after his voice. There's many voices in this world. One mm -hmm. of them, again, being our flesh. You know, you have five senses. And every time you try to make a decision and move forward, uh, go throughout your day, your flesh, it doesn't mean you don't listen to your flesh. But when it comes to spiritual things, we really want to make sure that we're letting our flesh Letting our spirit man rule, letting mm -hmm. the word of God rule in our hearts, right. letting it dwell in us richly, and letting um, we need to be fallen after the spirit of God when it comes to spiritual things, right? And making good decisions and knowing how to proceed because Amen. you know He says the good man's steps are ordered of the Lord, but it's really important that if we are never submitted to God because we're letting our you know well I don't feel like it well. If I felt like it, I'd probably never get out of bed. You know, yeah. I'd let my... It doesn't say the just shall live by feelings. <laughs> That's exactly right. The just shall live by faith. Or by what they feel or by what they see or mm -hmm. by what they hear. No, it's we're led by faith. We're led by right. our spirit. So it's important we build up our spirit man. Going back to the, what are we feeding our spirit man on? So that we get, we've got more of a willingness uh, our spirit man strong so he can lead us. Our, that's the real you is the spirit of man, is the candle of the Lord. And yes. so letting him, letting letting his that's the spirit of god rule in you mm -hmm. and, and directing you and guiding you it mm -hmm. makes it so much easier it makes life so much easier amen it, uh, it does it puts our flesh and, under and and one of the things is is that you know when you see people that have really an unsubmitted life mm -hmm. it really stems out of the spirit of pride that's it true. really comes out that's of pride true. because how does that whole sequence there in james 4 verses 6 and 7 how does it lead to submitting uh, to resisting the devil? Mm -hmm. He said, he gives more grace. Uh, wherefore, God saith, he resisteth the proud, but giveth grace unto the humble. That's right. So again, we're in authority when we're under authority. And if, and sometimes people are just, they're more, their personalities are more like that, that they're just like, I want to be, I want to do what I want to do. And nobody's going to tell me what to do. And see, when we have that type of attitude about that, we we lose our teachability, and that's not that's not from God. Yeah, it doesn't make that's not God easy. from God. And and if that may be you listening out there today, just say, Lord, forgive me and help me with that. Maybe you struggle in that area with that, but God, He He's the one that brings down the proud, but the humble that's one. Right. And I'm not talking about being humble because God puts sickness and disease and poverty on you no. to make you humble. That's I'm not talking humble. about no. that type of humility. I'm talking about the humility that we should all have. You know, the Bible talks about one of the fruits of the uh, the Spirit-filled life there in Ephesians 5 is submitting one to another in the fear of the Lord. Amen. Submitting one to another in the fear. And a lot of times people just, they, they need to really further cultivate that fear of the Lord. That's true. A holy That's reverential true. fear of God. 
-hmm. because he is God. Yeah, Abraham was called the friend of God, but uh, guess what? Yes, he's our friend, but he's he's our creator. He's our creator. (laughs) He's our master. Mm -hmm. He's our Lord. He's God Almighty. Well, Hallelujah. that's right. Well, you know, you might have a horse, and the horse has a—it's really spirited. And how do you train a horse? You have to break it first. You mm-hmm. have to break it. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, we come to Lord, and you might even be broken today, and, and emotionally. And the Lord is able—you know—he's there to heal the brokenhearted. Yes, He but is. I'm talking about when our spirit is contentious with the Lord, when we're contentious, and mm-hmm. like you're saying, honey, yes. it's difficult to be. Sub- it's difficult to be submitted to the Lord. But one thing I would encourage you all to do, we can't forget about these, these really precious scriptures that will help us to break our rule, unruliness, so of to speak, flesh. of the flesh, yeah, where denying. we don't want to submit because our flesh has had a voice for so long. You know, Rome, Rome was not conquered overnight and it wasn't built overnight. Mm-hmm. But how we begin that process is Romans chapter 12 says, I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you put on, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice, yes. holy, acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. So God does not ask you to do anything that's not reasonable. That's right. And be not conformed to this world, but be mm-hmm. transformed by the renewing of your mind. Because remember, your soul, your mind, your flesh are not born again. That's right. So there has to be a renewing that's process. Right. That's that right. That He may prove what is good and mm-hmm. what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God for you. For Amen. you, that's how you do that. And then it goes on to talk about the grace that's been given and the measure of faith that's been given to every person. But this is, again, how do we get our bodies and our mind and our soul to comply? We have to renew them with the Word of God. Amen. And then James 4, 8 talks about we're supposed to draw nigh to God and He'll draw nigh to us. Yes. He's always there for us. But we have Cleanse your to, hands, you yes, sinners, and purify your hearts, you double-minded. And He's writing to believers, mm-hmm. right? That's right. So even though we have a new nature, we're not sinners by nature. But we can sin. We can mess And sin up. has to do with walking away from fellowship with the Lord. And of course, we have the blood of Jesus uh, as an advocate, right? To Amen. ask the Lord to forgive us by the precious blood of Jesus when we do sin as a Christian. But we can be a sinner. In other words, go ahead and continue to walk in, in sin. And that's going to be a great hindrance to being able to exercise our authority. This whole thing as we're looking at today in living an unsubmitted life has to do with being able to rule and reign with Christ Jesus, as it says in the book of Romans, here reign through him. That's right. But it's not going to work right because the devil knows uh, our authority. He knows that we do have authority as a Christian, but if we're, we can give away our authority. That's right. We can give away our authority Mm -hmm. and we have to be careful that we don't do that. We can give away our authority from being, able to work by living uh, unsubmitted to God. That's all right? right. So there's so much we could say about that. Mm-hmm. And, and, and we will here in the, in the days ahead. But perhaps you're out there today. And this has really pricked your heart today because you've had a lot of questions about the Lord, His love towards you. Does He love you? You feel like your life's been a wreck and things haven't been working out right. And because you don't know the Lord as we've been sharing about him today, or perhaps you've been a Christian for a long, long time. And it's just kind of like, well, you kind of, you just don't see a lot of answers to prayer and you pray and you've really become kind of disillusioned and kind of upset with God even because you haven't seen things work right. Well, 
receive what we said today. Mm -hmm. Examine your heart because we should always examine our heart and say, Lord, if it's you and, and, and that's where you're at, just say, Lord, forgive me. Mm -hmm. Forgive me. Amen. Because it'll be one of the greatest breakthroughs that, that you ever have. And then, of course, your flesh is always going to try to have its way. And that's what we have to deal with for the rest of our lives. My flesh doesn't want to do the right things right. all the time. That's Hers right. doesn't. No. Yours doesn't. No preacher's does. Mm -hmm. Right? And so until we have received a glorified body, the, the nature in our flesh, I'm not talking about the new nature, is going to want to do wrong or be, uh, you know, crossways with the Lord. That's why as she was reading a moment ago about renewing our mind, we got, it, God would never call us to do anything mm -hmm. that He didn't equip us to do. Mm -hmm. So we can do all things through yes. Christ. Amen. Amen. And, so, yes. and one other thing I want to mention too is that hallelujah. His grace and His blood, the blood that was shed at Calvary for you and I, doesn't give us um, a way to practice sin. To, That's right. It's only when you commit sin. Because again, your spirit man, when you become born again, he, he renews the right spirit within you. Right. You know, the Bible says, you know, if any man be in Christ, he's a new creature. Behold, all things have passed away and all things are made new. So things that are made new in Christ are, is our spirit. That's right. We have everything pertaining to life and godliness. But what's, again, what's not born again is our mind, our soul, our flesh. That's right. So the blood of Jesus, his forgiving spirit, his forgiveness for you and I, is when we commit sin, not to practice sin. Right. So there's a difference there. Yeah, well, see, and committing, just so everyone's clear about this, mm -hmm. is that our new nature, by being born again, is it's, it's right, it's correct. Yes. But our flesh wants to go on and sin. That's why sometimes Christians again. think that, well, you know, I'm born again, I love God, but I still want to do wrong. Well, that's your flesh. So it, it has to do there... And we won't take time to look today to, to first, uh, first John chapter three. It talks about those who practice sin. Uh, so in other words, we habitually sin after we're born again. We shouldn't be doing that. That's and right. if we have say, Lord, forgive me. And with your help, as I grow in your, in your grace and the knowledge of your word, I'm not going to do that anymore. Amen. Amen? Amen. But if you're out there today and you're in one of those categories I mentioned a moment ago, uh, let's pray right now. Amen. Perhaps you don't know the Lord Jesus Christ. You're trying to be a good person and it just seems like things aren't going right. Or perhaps you're in a position to where, uh, you know, you've not really been submitting to God. Uh, you've had knowledge of the truth. You've been saved for a long time, but your prayers seem to like go up against a brick wall, so to speak. Uh, let's, let's pray because the Lord will forgive you. Just say, Lord, help me. And just, but cultivate on the inside a submissive attitude to God. As a heart that I want to please God, even if my flesh is crying out that it doesn't want to, I'm going to allow my spirit man to be stronger and stronger. And I'm going to, with all the help of the Lord and the knowledge I have about Him and Him backing me in this, I'm going to walk in holiness, uprightness before the Lord. So let's bow right now. If you can, get on your knees. If you're in a place, you can do that. And let's pray together. And I want you to not just say words, but say this out of your heart. Say, Heavenly Father. Heavenly Father. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. I come to you. I come to you. And I ask you. I ask you. Uh, to forgive me. To forgive me. To cleanse me. To cleanse me. From unrighteousness. From unrighteousness. That I would be. That I would be. Become, become a child of God, a child of God by the blessed blood, 
by the blessed blood of the Lord Jesus Christ. Of the Lord Jesus Christ. Your word declares. Your word declares that if I would confess with my mouth. That if I would confess with my mouth. The Lord Jesus Christ. The Lord Jesus Christ. And believe in my heart. And believe in my heart that God raised him from the dead. That God raised him from the dead. I would be saved. I would be saved. So right now, Lord. So right now, Lord. I ask you. I ask you to come into my heart. To come into my heart. To be the Lord of my life. To be the Lord of my life. To create me anew. To create me anew. Forgive me of my sin. To forgive me of my sin. And I want to say right now and I want to say right now that I believe that I believe that you are the son of God that you are the son that of you God, were raised from the dead raised from the dead and I say that with my mouth and I say that with my mouth out of my heart out of my heart because I believe your word because I believe your word so right now Lord so right now Lord, I want to thank you I want to thank you and praise you and praise you for receiving me for receiving me into your family into your family in the name of Jesus in the name of Jesus and father God and father God I thank you I thank you that you're a forgiver. That you're a forgiver of all of my past. Of all of my past. So right now. So right now. I want to ask you. I want to ask you to forgive me. To forgive me as a Christian. As a Christian. And this is right now as we're praying out there. Mm-hmm. This is for those if you've really had an unsubmitted life. This is really important. Say these as we go on here in prayer. Say, Father God. Father God. Forgive me. Forgive me. Help me. Help me. Strengthen me. Strengthen me. Enlighten me. Enlighten me. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. I make the adjustment. I make the adjustment. On the inside. On the inside. To rather be con- being combative. Than rather being combative. To be submissive. To be submissive. To your word. To your word. To the knowledge of the truth that I have. To the knowledge of the truth that I have. And do. And do. In the light. In the light. That I have. That I have. What I know I need to do. What I need. Know what I need to do. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Amen. 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 Thank you, Lord. Now remember, this is just the start. Mm-hmm. And if Amen. you prayed that prayer because you didn't know the Lord Jesus Christ, I want you to contact us at www.alfc.net or send us an email at alfc at alfc.net. Or you can even call us at 503-692-9673 and we can pray with you further. But we do have some materials we want to send to you that will help you as you begin your walk with the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. Praise God. God loves you. Don't be discouraged. Mm -hmm. Your life matters because God does love you and he does have a plan. And as we get aligned more and more with his plan, his plan can be fully operational more and more with each passing day in our life. And thank God for the blood of Jesus and the peace of God. Amen. Amen. And so right now we're going to receive communion together. Hallelujah. This is such a wonderful, blessed time. We do do this every week. And we don't do it out of just uh, ritual, out of religious observance in a dead way. But we do this because this is the crux of the Christianity of the New Testament that we have. That's right. And it's because of the blood of Jesus and the broken body that he broke for us, for our physical healing. First Corinthians chapter 11 says that as Paul received of the Lord, he said he communicated it to the church at Corinth. And he said, what I received from the Lord, I'm delivering to you. He said, the same night in which Jesus was betrayed, he took bread, just like we have right now. And he said, take eat, this is my body, which is Amen. broken for Thank me, you, for you. And yeah. do this in remembrance Lord, of me. Jesus. So we do this in remembrance yes, of what hallelujah. Jesus did 2,000 years ago. And if you need healing in your body, yes. that healing provision is for you today. That's right. No weapon formed against you can prosper. And by Amen. the broken body of Jesus Christ, He's redeemed us from all the power of the enemy. 
He's redeemed us from every sickness, every disease, every foul thing that would come from the pit of hell Mm -hmm. and every plague Mm -hmm. that would try to come nigh your dwelling. That's right. That all belongs to you. And again, how do you exercise your authority? By knowing the truth and saying, yes, I believe that. Yes. So let's, as we pray over this, reach out by the hand of faith and receive your healing, your miracle today. Father God, as we receive this together, we take this in faith, knowing that, Lord, it represents the broken body of our precious Lord Jesus Christ. And Lord Jesus, we're so thankful. We worship you. We praise you. We thank you for your healing power being made manifest in every person watching today. And Lord God, we thank you that by your stripes we are healed. You have given us a covenant of healing in the New Testament. And we want to thank you and praise you as we celebrate this precious, precious fact that belongs to us today as a Christian. Yes, yes, yes. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you. And you could go ahead ahead and receive the bread. And as you receive that bread, if you are experiencing specific uh, problems with your ears, with your mouth, um, Thank you, Lord That's Jesus. what I just feel quickened by the Lord to say, and also your knees Thank too. You, Receive that healing power Thank for, you, Lord, for those for specific touching. areas, and overall too. That's this is for everything. For everything, but the Lord did want to spell some of those thing, different things out. Ears, just, yeah, ears, mouth, mouth knees. knees. Whatever it is, just from receive the Lord. it. Say, thank you, Lord, for your healing power. Yes. It's working in my mouth. It's working in my ears. You always thank him. You always take hold of what he offers to you. That's how you receive a gift is you have to receive it, right? That's you right. take hold of it. And we take hold of it by faith, with the hand of faith. In Say, Jesus Lord, I re- believe I receive that right now in the name of Jesus. And I thank you for it. And you can lay thank hands you, on Lord. yourself. Thank Say, you, thank you, Lord. I believe I yes. receive according to the word of God. And I thank you for your healing power working in me right now. In, in Jesus', Jesus name. name. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord, for confirming your word, even as you said you would, because you hasten your word to perform it. Thank you for doing that, Lord. Lord. Thank you for that creative miracle. Thank you, Jesus. Your healing power Mm -hmm. going through every body, destroying every foul, damnable thing in the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord, for that. And begin to just say, thank you, Lord. Thank you, You are my healer. Thank you, Lord, Lord, for healing me right now, for setting me free. Every bondage broken in Jesus' mighty name, in the name. And begin to just thank him Mm -hmm. and say, I believe that I receive. I believe believe that I receive receive. whatever it is, a tumor, whatever it is. Say, I believe I receive. I believe. See, that's the hand of faith that receives right now. That's right. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Amen. Praise God. Now, the cup that we receive together out of 1 Corinthians 11, this is the same. We do this in remembrance of the Lord, but this represents the spilled blood of our Lord and Savior, the Lord Jesus Christ. Through His blood, divine blood that flowed from Calvary 2,000 years ago, we have the everlasting promise through the blood of the everlasting covenant that forgiveness of sins is made available for humanity. And we celebrate the coming of the new nature that we've received as Christians, but the ongoing ability through the precious blood of Jesus to confess our sin when we sin and know that Jesus is our advocate, our righteous advocate, Mm -hmm. is right before the Father God. And the Father God sees us through the blood and he forgives us immediately and totally when we ask him to do it as a Christian. And praise God, 
The blood has never lost any of its power. And it's just as powerful today as it ever was 2,000 years ago. Amen. So receive that today. And as we celebrate that, thank the Lord for His cleansing blood. Amen. Nothing Amen. can wash away our sin only but the blood of Jesus. That's and right. so, Lord, as we you, receive today, we want to thank you for your precious blood. Thank we you. honor you today, Lord, and we glorify you and thank you for your fresh touch upon us today mm-hmm. and giving us continued understanding and enlightenment about the depths of the power and authority of the blood of Jesus. Mm-hmm. We want to thank you for that in Jesus' name. Jesus Amen. Name. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Thank you, Lord. That always brings delight and joy to our soul. We have knowledge of the truth. We receive communion together. What a blessed, blessed privilege it is. Praise God. One day in the future, we're going to all sit down and partake of the marriage supper of the Lamb. And boy, what a shouting good time that's going to be (laughs) with the presence of the Master right there conducting Oh, that wonderful gathering together. Hallelujah. Amen. So as we go today and uh, we end the service, we want to thank you again for praise God being with us today. God loves you. Don't give up on God. Keep your eyes on Jesus. Jesus Christ, the same yesterday, today, and forever. And know that He's for us. If God be for you, who can be against you? We want to thank you, church family, as you stand with us. We want to thank you, hallelujah, for praying for us, standing with us with your finances. We're praying for you. And know, praise God, in these last days, go out and share the good news of the gospel. Go out and tell people about Jesus. Hallelujah. Because he's coming again and he's coming soon. Glory to God. God bless you. Go in the joy of the Lord and in the fresh presence of Jesus and be a blessing to those that are around you in this lost and dying world. Mm -hmm. Praise God. Amen.